Welcome back to Locked On Spurs and the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer with Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, hope your weekend was safe yet fun and you're ready for some Spurs basketball. That's right. Tonight, the Spurs get the preseason underway. Preseason game number one. I get it. You know, these games don't count, you know, for the real you know, wins and loss column. But nevertheless, it is uh, just good to see Spurs basketball back. And that's what we're going to do today. Look ahead at tonight's game. What are some things to watch for? Um, what does it seem to expect? Maybe there's some things you don't want to watch for. I know our guests will figure something out to say, you know, and maybe I'm not going to tune into this game. Who is the guest? It is James Pleasure. He is with San Antonio Sports Star, my good friend. He's actually working. Oh, coming off a workout right now, aren't you, James? Yeah, I mean, got, got to stay in shape. Season's coming up, apparently, I hear. <laughs> yeah, you know, you and I were talking about this the other day. You have those days where you lift just to lift, right? Like, I had one of those days where I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I went, I had I went one for a run. Week. How do you get past that? Um, Just got to stay quit. away, right? You just quit. stay away from it. <laughs> See, I, I like, think you uh, need a, your body is just talking to you like you need a rest. Like, just get away from the gym, maybe go out for a long run or something like that. I mean, on a day like that where I kind of feel like I'm just throwing around weight, weight yeah. and there's no real purpose to my workout, yeah. I I hit a little bit more cardio. Mm-hmm. And when I'm done with the cardio, I end up lifting light weight at, yeah. like, high reps until it starts to burn. And is it? that usually kind of gets me like past that that feeling of uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start playing the uh, He-Man intro theme song right now uh, because that's what James is. He pushes past everything and he punches his way out of a a lull in the gym. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at I am Pleasure and make sure to check out the Blitz Saturday Morning Hangover. The rest of the lineup over at San Antonio Sports Star. Um, and just visit that. Just go to the YouTube page. That's the best way to tune into all their programming. Just go to YouTube and search San Antonio Sports Star. James, where, where did the offseason go? Seriously, it, it. I feel like I blinked, and yeah, here we are. Preseason game number one. These young Spurs are going to spread their wings. Their first step is today. Mm-hmm. Um, Spurs fans are excited. You know, hey, it's a new era in Spurs basketball. <laughs> we're about to see it. Um, you, so what are you looking told. for? Yeah, this is what we're being told. Yeah, we're told it's exciting. Remember, Popovich said an exciting product on the court. So we'll see how mm-hmm. exciting it is come midway through the season when those L's are <laughs> mounting. But for now, for now, um, uh, what are some things that you're looking forward to tonight? What are some things that you think fans should be keeping an eye on as the Spurs get their new chapter in franchise history going? Well. To answer your first question, what happened to the offseason? Um, this time last year, we were, what, finishing the NBA season still after coming out of the pandemic? Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. I know um, that we've had a short offseason this year again, mm-hmm. partly in due to uh, USA basketball this year. Mm-hmm. But I think next year, because if you remember, 72 games, the season ended a little later than it still normally does. Right. But the NBA is starting their season on, on time this year. We're back to 82 games. It's probably finishing in late June again. So we'll be more closer 
to a regular NBA season this year and regular offseason next year. But right. what to expect in terms of tonight? Whew. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be real honest about things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the excitement with the Spurs team is you're not sure what to expect, but you have high hopes that it's very different. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by very different is there aren't a lot of vets on this team. Right. This is a team where we've been clamoring to see more Lonnie, more Devin, more of the young guys, more, you know, bring up Trey, let's see what he can do. I think we may get that this, uh, this year. And that's part of the excitement is finally getting to see these young guys that have been developing for so long. And, you know, it's a team without, as Pop said in his press conference, there aren't any ball stoppers on this team. Mm-hmm. There's no root. There's no LaMarcus. There's right. no DeMar where you're going to put the ball in their hands, let the shot clock wind down, and then find out, you know, if they're going to take a shot as time expires or as the clock's winding down or mm-hmm. if they're going to kick it for a last-second shot. Right. We may see more fluidity in the offense. We may see the ball whipping around more, good to, good to great, great to better, you know, mm-hmm. like we used to see. And that's yeah. going to be fun to watch. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. It's a team that, fingers crossed, is going to have more floor spacing. If Devin mm-hmm. Vassell gets more minutes, you add a Doug McDermott. Thad Young is a piece that can stretch the floor out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've got a Zach Collins. We, we've we heard about Drew Eubanks working on his outside shot this offseason. Um, Kelvin, hopefully, becomes more prevalent within this offense and more of a lead guy than, you know, a their fourth option on this team after his time at USA basketball. But remember, it's also the first preseason game. So yeah, exactly. Are, are we going to see a lot of Joe Wieskamp and Josh mm-hmm. Primo and guys that we may not see during the season? Are we going to see uh, some Alfarik Amino as they mm-hmm. try to maybe find out if anybody wants to take that contract off their hands to where, sure. you know, we still got more players than you can have on an NBA roster once the season begins by two. Right. So this roster still needs to be trimmed down. And all of these contracts are guaranteed. We saw some things late in the season out of Key to Base Giap that were very impressive. And you want to see what he's done this offseason and what his role on this team is going to be because, let's face it, I really liked what I saw out of Key to Base Giap yeah. last season. And a lot of people, in case you were wondering, they they resigned him. Mm-hmm. They didn't tender him. They resigned yep. him and gave him yep. a two year deal. So he is a part of this team. Um, how does Zach Collins look? That's going to be very interesting. He was a a lottery ticket of a signing, I think. Um, Luka Samanich is out of weight this off season. Is mm-hmm. this the year it finally clicks for him? Um, there's a lot to at least have your curiosity and interest peak. And another thing that I will say is this is a team that doesn't, like everybody always talks about, it's going to have a lot of continuity, but it's also going to have a lot of new pieces on it. And it also doesn't have experience. 
It's got regular season experience. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, when it comes to the playoff experience that we've been known for throughout the breadth of the last two decades, it's not there anymore. Yeah. So these, are pe- these are young guys that have to learn how to win, how to close out games, and how to take that next step into being a playoff team. And then like the, the Spurs did back in the day, they got to learn how to not only be a playoff team, but then advance in the playoffs and then get past the hump of the finals and into the NBA mm-hmm. finals and how to be a championship team. These are steps along the way that none of these guys know. Mm-hmm. And is Manu going to help them with that in his new role in which his fingers will be in everything from front office and scouting to player development? I, I think it's possible. And I know Tim's mm-hmm. still around the locker room and he can help, but there's a difference between helping and practice and helping in day-to-day life yeah. yeah, and then actually having, you know, 3.4 seconds left on the clock with a chance to advance. Like those are two completely different worlds and you can preach something a lot, but until you go through it and learn from it yourself, those are hard, hard things to ask a young inexperienced team to go through. So I'm excited and mm-hmm. I'm hoping that this is the turning of a page into a new era of young, fast, high-flying, modern NBA basketball because Greg Popovich even mentioned it mm-hmm. in his, in his uh, training camp presser. We didn't have a lot of floor spacing. We have ball stoppers. Those are two things that we remedied this offseason. This team was built this way on purpose. In his words, this was purposeful. In 2018, the fantasy sports expert Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won on loss based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and it required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. The days of mindless busy work are over. The days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work, also over. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, Game Picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code. If you play fantasy football, and if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus a daily busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app and get uh, started right now and start a league with your own friends today. You will not be disappointed. Sleeper's one-of-a-kind Game Pick is the most strategic fantasy basketball experience in the industry. So just Google search Sleeper right now. Sign up and check it out right now. Once again, that is Sleeper. Does this sound familiar to you? You get one device that lets you uh, catch the game live. 
another that lets you stream your favorite shows while you watch sports highlights on your phone and you got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Yeah, we all been there. Well, I want to talk to you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch now your favorite sports, movies, and all the shows in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever, ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's, what the yeah. purpose is now. Yeah, it, it is definitely as purposeful as the sense that it's, it's a lot of um, positionless basketball players you got on the squad right now. You, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Keldon over the offseason said that he was instructed by the team to work on decision making, ball handling. Uh, Primo, same thing, you know, good ball handler. His agent came on lockdown spurs, told us, you know, hey, he's, this kid is more than just a score, he can handle the ball. Um, then you see other stuff you mentioned, you know, there's no more ball stoppers. I think that's huge. Will it, will a player be emerge as a ball stopper? Will that, and, and, and I mean that in a good way to say like, Hey, I can take this team on my shoulders and I can push us forward and give me the ball. You know, I want to see if a player develops into that. Um, what is it going to be counted? Is it going to be different? in the right situation? In, in the That's right sense, yes, yeah, because we yeah, don't exactly. want somebody like Lamar who's always going to stop the ball, like Lamarcus, yes. who's always going to stop the ball, right? We want this offense to flow, and when it comes down to it, somebody takes over when they have to. Thank you, yeah, thank you for clarifying that. That's right, man. I and not, not in the sense of like every single possession, the ball just stops. Just like who's going to be the one to say, Give me the ball, I'm gonna stop whatever's going on right now because I can carry this team right now. Whether that be like they, they hit a point in the uh, in a game where it's just a law and they're getting like you know beat over the head, you know, who, who's mm-hmm. gonna emerge as that guy that's gonna be the calming force. There's so many things that I'm looking forward to, and well, but what I'm looking forward to the most tonight in this preseason game one is. And actually has nothing to do with putting the ball on the hoop or who's going to give the assist. I want to, I want to see if there's going to be the first seeds. And now you're probably going to make fun of this, but is DeJounte going to be very vocal? Is Keldon going to be the vocal guy? Is, are we going to see that one player in a team huddle? Well, you know what I mean? Like uh, I've heard all off season. They're all leaders. I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. But, <laughs> but I, you know, there. I guess what I'm trying to get at is this whole season from Jakob to DeJounte to Trey Jones to to Lonnie Walker, they all talked about leadership. Um, But they walk the walk now, like no pun intended, and now I want to see them talk the talk now. Um, let's see it. All right, Jakob, you're, you're very, you know, on record. Oh, I'm going to be that leader. Okay, I, I, that's great, Jakob. Let's see it now. Uh, Murray, you said last season you're ready. This season you even said during media day, remember, uh, James, he said, mm-hmm. oh, I've been doing this getting in uh, DeMar's ear. I've been doing this getting an LMA's ear. That's great. That's that's perfect. Um, let's see that. And I and, and, and I say this. Yeah, we've seen. I mean, we, we've seen video of him and Pop. Like, if I had to, like, take one spur at the word and believe 
hey, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to make sure that people – it's Bajate because I've seen him actually do it. And and one thing, other thing I'm looking forward to is this, and Trey Jones spoke about it uh, last week um, during the media session, uh, that Devin Fazell, uh is up in his offensive game, that at least according to Jones – that he's being very aggressive, that he's being more mindful on the offensive end. And I think that's good because how much offense and left San Antonio? Yeah. Well, that's exactly that's summer league. But now he's going to play some real competition mm-hmm. tonight. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you hear Devin, you know, supposedly up in his offensive game because, James, how much offense went out the door? <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, that's a huge chunk, went out the door. Mm-hmm. Addie Mills, Addie Gay. <laughs> Patty Mills, that's a lot of offense that left the door this offseason. So if a sale can up the offense, I think that's great. But a part of me thinks that he's still a way away from being an offensive force that we saw leave the door, James. Uh, and I'll say this, at least he's shown that he's willing. Um, in the summer league, we saw him being not just aggressive, but dominant with the ball in a sense like when when things went south and the floor spacing and and shots weren't falling he would take over Mm -hmm. and he you know put his will into games and at least seeing that you're like all right i know where your head's at and you're not going to be passive this year you are going to make the game come to you more than letting the game kind of flow around you and I liked the mentality that I saw in Summer League. And let's face it, we saw some of that from Kelvin in Summer League his first year too. The guys that can go out and take it are guys that we know he knows how to fit within the offense. Now he also knows, like, I can take over at points when it's needed. And Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be important. Yeah, and look, Popovich did, and in my opinion, I think his, the way he was being silly and make, cracking jokes and not biting media's head, uh, head people's heads off. Uh, you know, I really thought I was bracing for impact when he was asked about <laughs> who's going to be who's going to be the go-to guy. I really thought that. I said, "Oh my god, you know, here we go. You know, he's going to get all rowdy, even though it's a legitimate question." And he had fun. He said, like, he was a great answer." He goes, "Like you pick, basically." He goes, "You pick." Um, and then everybody had a laugh, and he goes like, "Yeah, you're, exactly." He goes, "I don't know," so you know, I think that's something to look forward to uh, in tonight's game. Is you know, will who's and who's going to want to emerge as that go-to guy, James? And not only did he say, "I don't know," he said that's part of the fun of this team. Is it can be Kelvin, it could be Derek, it could be Dejounte. Like you don't know who it could be, and that's part of the excitement of this group. Um. You're looking at, and now I get it. It's just one preseason game. It's, it's these games don't count. Wins and losses. You know the regular season still weeks away. But in a game like this, do you want to see Popovich pretty much play these young guys heavy minutes in a meaningless game, or are you going to want to see him kind of sprinkle everybody in throughout the entire forty-eight minutes? You know, at this point, I don't care because there's so much youth on this team. Mm-hmm. Like, I I kind of want to see a little bit of everybody. I want to see DeJounte and Derek play together. I want to see Kelman. I want to see the young guys. I want to see Wieskamp. I want to see Primo. I want to see what Doug McDermott looks like in this mm-hmm. offense. I want to see some Lucas Dominic and see if he's developed at all. 
this offseason. I want to see what Zach Collins brings to this team. Like, there are a lot of things that I want to see, and there's some new pieces and some old pieces that both I haven't seen many of. Uh, Devin Vassell and how he's going to fit. And if you remember Pop's comments... Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. He listed a lot of people are going to play, and I don't know. And then he listed five players. He said, you know they're going to get minutes. It was Mm -hmm. Derek. It was DeJounte. It was Kelvin. It was Lonnie. And it was Devin. Interesting. And those were the five he mentioned specifically. They're going to get theirs. Everybody else has to fit in. Mm -hmm. You you mentioned him earlier. There was, no mention, Jacob, there was yeah. no mention of Doug. There was no mention of uh, Primo. Like those were the five. He said they're going to get there. Everybody else is going to have to go, whether it's earn their minutes or prove it or whatever. But it's it's interesting the five he mentioned by name, and then specifically mm-hmm. saying everybody else is going to have to figure it out from there. You mentioned him earlier, James, and um, I, I had him on my checklist to mention right here on this episode is Lucas Amanich. Uh, ah, yeah. Good old, uh, good old, good old Luca. Um, yeah, I, I, it's his time now. He he doesn't have. Well, there, there could be another built in excuse. I've mentioned him earlier. You in a, hope in a bit. it's his time now. Yeah, you hope it's his time now. There's no excuse of Rudy Gay is ahead of you. But there's Thad Young. If if Thad Young sticks on his roster and and Amino, I mean, there's another built-in excuse right there. You know, well, Thad is back, so sorry, Luca. You're projected. What's that? (laughs) High paid bet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I I hope that that doesn't interfere with him getting on the court, because look, he's a number nineteen overall pick. He was picked ahead of Keldon. Um, mm-hmm. the, the Spurs were very betting high on this kid. And you mentioned earlier that he's he's added some muscle. He's he's a big he's a big dude now. He's huge. He's a big hey James, he's yep. a big dude. He's a dude. He's, he's a big a dude. dude. He's a dude. Um but oh man, I mean look if he gets minutes tonight, whether it be 10, 15, 8, I don't care. Whatever those minutes he gets. I better see something, James. And if you don't? Then I'm biting my fingers. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. He's one of the dudes that has to prove it, right? He's one of the guys that has to go out there and earn it and take it if he wants it. And 
you know, you talk about his being a 19th pick. Uh, what pick was uh, Militinov, the one they just traded away? Oh, my goodness. I forgot. It's been so long. Wasn't he in the late teens as well? I believe so, yeah. So, I mean, by no indication does somebody bring from overseas and the late teens, early 20s, is it going to be successful? Like, we hope there's something there. But until he shows it, and that's part of it, like, the biggest obstacle to Lucas Shamanich is Lucas Shamanich. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Rudy Gay because there was, there was really nothing behind Rudy Gay, if you <laughs> think about it. Like, he was the 4-5 guy. There wasn't another kind of small ball big that they used. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be Lucas. So it's not like anybody was really blocking minutes from him. He just, whether he didn't prove it to pop, he didn't prove it in practice, he didn't prove it in the limited amount of time that he got, there's a reason he wasn't playing, and it wasn't because, well, we just don't have room for you, Luca. Sorry. Mm So, I mean, this is on Luca to be able to, whether it's defend, whether it's not be passive offensively, whether it's whatever it is that is keeping him off the court. And I think it's a little bit of everything. He needs to make sure he rectifies it this off season. Right. Yeah. And, and look, you know, we, I, you know, Popovich, I think he set the tone, not just with his, with media about looking ahead of the season, but with his team, with his guys, because, what did he say, James? He said, we're not even paying attention to stats. He goes, that's not even mm-hmm. like on our priority list. We're just here to, in essence, have fun. And I, I think they're looking at this season as kind of, I want, I'm not going to say the word a wash, but it's more of like a season of, let's see what we got here. I think that's what they're looking at. Let's just see what we have. Yeah, let, yeah, let's just see what we have. Let's just see if these guys grow into something. Uh, whether it be Keldon taking another step, whether it be DeJounte taking another step, whether it be Devin being, you know, what we many think he can be, you know, will Jock Landale make a push oh, to get, Jacques. yeah, to make a push in getting that big man rotation, some, some NBA minutes, not necessarily Austin Spurs minutes, because he presents something that Drew doesn't have, Pirtle doesn't have. Maybe Zach, but he's been uh, kind of on the shelf for a long time. Is that he can stretch the floor, a big that can stretch the floor in a Spurs uniform, James? You, you Yo. surely you surely you jest, <laughs> but there's some he excitement can... with Jock and exactly yeah. how he's going to be used. And I'm glad you brought him up because I yeah. have it to this point. But it, there are two things I really like going back full circle to what you really want to see tonight, there are two things that I really want to see. I want to see Jock Landale because, you know, floor spacing big, that's going to be exciting. But more so than anything, I want to see the floor spacing because that was an investment this offseason. You've uh-huh. got Luca, you've got Doug, you've got Jock, we've got uh, Zach Collins, we've got big that can now space the floor what does that mean for this offense? And I think that's going to be probably, if I'm going to circle one thing on my this is to watch list about this team, it's not even a player. It's the style of play 
and seeing how these four spacing bigs open up the offense. Speaking of Zach Collins, do you expect him to get some to be playing to start the season? Or you think with the Spurs being the Spurs and how they are with player health, maybe you don't see he see his debut delayed. Uh, when did he break his foot? Uh, or ankle? La- la- or early, early last season. I, I mean, he's 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 being... dancing, he's partying, so you know he's not on crutches. Being, I could see them being judicious with his minutes. Early. I expect a, a minutes limitation. One of those things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the, it, all right, here's you know five to ten minutes. Here's you know, and slowly amp it up as the season goes on. Probably. Yeah. Because uh, you know, there's there's photos of him touring San Antonio with the crew and Manu, no crutches. I, I didn't, at least to my eyes, I didn't see a boot, uh, unless you saw it. But there was no boot. I didn't see uh, a boot. Yeah, I didn't see a boot either. Um, he, he, you know, he wasn't in pain, or you know, nobody, at least nobody maybe asked, but you know, uh, at least nobody mentioned. You know, Zach is still shelved, but he could be kind of an X factor for this team. You know, he's he's a young kid. He was a lottery pick. Uh, he's very aggressive mm-hmm. around the rim. Um, a career scoring average of 5.7 points. But, you know, you throw in the fact that he's been often injured. Uh, kind of can spread the floor a little bit. You know, at least he has a serviceable midi. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he can face it from behind the arc, yeah, too. So. Yeah, yeah he, can, he can hit it behind the arc. And, again, uh, uh the Spurs potentially could have two bigs that could stretch the floor, Collins and Landale. So will the Spurs oh. take advantage of that? That'd be interesting. But, but you know, you, this is a game. You know, they got the Jazz tonight. It's a hot bottle, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. It, well, sorry, it wasn't uh, marketing. Sorry about that. <laughs> I think that's what you you're doing. To. You're, you you're, 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 to, you're, you? you're feeding Every into that. I think I've moved on. I'm stuck back in. Oh, when he makes his trip to San Antonio, you're gonna be you're gonna be in tears watching like what could have been. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the Spurs definitely have a lot to look forward. To, well, present a lot to for fans to look forward to as the season uh, begins, um, uh, starting tonight versus the Jazz in a preseason matchup, and of course, you know, Game One in San Antonio for the season opener. So, but there's just so much, and I think the way. Fans look at the season should be the way Pop is looking at the season. You know, smiling, excited, uh, venturing into the unknown. And what about Pop too? He looked like he looked refreshed. Like there was no pressure on him anymore. Like that pressure of title bound or nothing, playoff or bust, deep playoff run or nothing. He looked like he's just like, whoo, been there, done that. It's good to take a breather. Yeah. Um, Winning a gold medal will do that to you, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Pop looks refreshed. Um, He looks enjoyable. We'll see how that progresses as the season progresses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, It's easy to be refreshed as the season's getting ready to get started. And there's this new refreshing outlook of change and uncertainty and kind of a, a breath of you know, what's going to happen. But when you're sitting at like 24 and 35. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in like February and March, 
how does that feel all of a sudden? Like, is the battery still refreshed? But and it may be because he's seeing improvements, and that that's the one thing out of this whole season that I'm going to caution Spurs fan against is don't get caught up in the wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Get caught up in the product on the floor. Take right. a look at what the Houston Rockets did last year. Take a look at what the Memphis Grizzlies have done to get to where they're at right now. These are teams that were perennially bad teams, but you started to see market improvements. And it, all, it didn't always show up in the wins and losses, but you saw on the court like Ja Morant. Justin Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan, like we, we saw players grow, develop, and then get closer and start to challenge teams. And then they just had to learn how to close those games out against those really good teams. Right. Uh, Houston went through this last year. They lost a lot of games. But, man, watching Kevin Porter Jr. go off, watching uh, – uh, Christian Wood develop like these were things where it's like all right there's there's something yeah. there's something there you, you add another piece or two and maybe this is something and now you know they've got Jalen Green to look forward to this season mm-hmm. like these are things that as a Spurs fan if the wins start uh, the wins don't come as frequently as you want and especially looking at the beginning of this year and some of the teams are playing oh yeah they may not <laughs> oh yes. But yeah. take away little victories. Like, how does this offense look? Does mm-hmm. the floor spacing work? Um, yeah. Who are the people that are starting to take steps forward offensively? Is Kelvin starting to average 20 a night all of a sudden? Like, mm-hmm. these are things that, as a Spurs fan, you need to watch within the game and be like, I, man, give it a year. Give it two right. years. Add, exactly. add a piece with all that money that's free this offseason. Like we're we're close, and a mm-hmm. year of continuity together, and maybe adding a piece is going to skyrocket the ship. Or maybe Primo's development joins late in the season, and all of a sudden, like, oh, maybe this dude paired with those dudes, and this <laughs> is going to be a threat for years to come in the Western Conference. Like these are the small little victories yeah. you're yeah. going to have to look at within the season. Uh, 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 I should call you the the best Dejounte Murray impersonator around, dudes. Dudes, you do it pretty good. You do it I, all right. I like Dejounte's dudes. Yeah, dudes. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It, yeah, <laughs> uh, you're you're right. It, it's definitely a, a season of small victories. Um, and guess what? They're they're probably going to take their nights where they get curb stomped, and I think that's going to happen, especially in that maybe in that first month. And you know, you can already—I mean, you can already predict how uh, post-game sessions are going to go. Small victories, longs are getting better. You can hear Pop already saying, "Hey, you know, little wins here and there. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting better. We still like playing with each other. This is part of growth." You know, and you're going to hear that theme a lot this season. So, uh, just, I'm okay just with yeah, and I'm okay with that too. That's that, that's fine, as long as you just see marked improvement, uh, game in, game out, month by month, week by week, and how they handle adversity. They they say they love playing against each other, uh, playing with each other. Excuse me, but we'll see when 
they rack up a five game losing streak. Hopefully it doesn't happen, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and there's no, you know, let's just pre- predict that Thad and Amino are not around, you know, mm-hmm. who's going to be that guy that's going to say, hey, guys, we're good, we're good, we're good. You know, how are they going to handle that adversity? You know, they went to DeMar a lot. They went to LMA a lot for that, those sure. things. And maybe that's another reason why Manu, Manu is here too, you know, to just tell them, hey, this is just part of your development. But, you know, and here's another just, thing. You talk mm-hmm. about Washington. What about a five-game losing streak? Okay, what if they lose four or five in a row? What if they lose six in a row? What if throughout the season they're losing games, but they never lose more than two or three in a row? Right. Like, those are improvements throughout the season. Like not going on sustained losing streaks. They're learning how to correct things. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be very important for these dudes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is where I wish we had the watcher speaking over our shoulders right now saying in this multiverse, you know, look at how this is going to happen. And look, this is what, you know, the Spurs are going to end up being this playoff team. That'd be awesome. But Hey, we don't have Uwatu hanging around right now. So we'll see how it goes. Spurs jazz, get things. Go ahead. I got a question for you. Since you bring up the watcher. What's up? They've been killing Tony Stark a whole lot in the series. You don't like that. Do you? I'm not a fan, but I've started to also think to myself because he's died in every episode he's been in. Do you think he, his death is going to be that? In he died in Endgame. Right. Is Tony's death a fixed nexus point that has to happen? I think so. I think so. Because you look at um, Strange, I mean, you know, defeating Thanos revolved around Tony making a decision to sacrifice his life. So, and uh, yeah, I think it's a nexus point. You can't change that. They're they're establishing that he cannot be around. They're really establishing that. By the way, and I know we're going to. Oh, yeah, they are. (laughs) By the way, I'm I'm changing my mind. Um, I'm no longer picking episode one. Uh, Peggy Carter as my favorite. I'm picking Ultron, the the Ultron one, the most recent one as the, my favorite. That was just ridiculously good. I argue Peggy Carter is the worst one. Like they I, have progressively gotten better throughout this whole series. Like episode by episode, better, 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 better. <laughs> and and also more. Sad, sadder. What, 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 what are we doing here, Marvel? De- what, what? I mean, that's what I always felt like I was going through. Like, worse. But, I mean, my goodness, that Ultron, Jesus, was that like that was near perfection. That was close to perfection. That mm-hmm. was just amazing, amazing episode. And to see, you saw it already, right? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. super, okay. So, spoiler alert, everybody! To see Watcher wow. get handled, handled that way he did, I mean, and he was terrified, terrified of what was coming. Um, just yeah, this is what I wanted out of a Marvel animated uh, movie. You know, they always say DC brings it on the animation side, like DC just destroys Marvel. But whoo, mm-hmm. what if is uh, putting their mark on the comic book? Um, well, remember. Movie. You've got the DC animated universe, which has always been, but Marvel's animated stuff has always just been kind of freelance. 
this is the first animated MCU. So true, true. They're definitely they're definitely making their mark and going mm-hmm. against the DCAU. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because DC, the DC animated universe is very one-off and very one-offish. There's no continuity Not in it. True. It's, no, there's gas, uh, gaslight. Batman had nothing to do with the continuity. Oh, sure, sure. But they yeah. got their connected stuff, like all the Justice League movies, all the way up oh, right, through right, right. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Side. Like that was Apocalypse War. Was whew. yeah, that was good. That was good. By the way, if I recommend everybody to see uh, uh, Batman Gaslight flick, that one is just amazing. The and the twist at the end. Oh, just, Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Ga- Gotham by Gaslight would just have your the way it ends. The the turn just would make your mouth just drop. Like what? <laughs> but uh, anyway, now that we're nerded out on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, Spurs Jazz tonight preseason game number one. We want to hear from you. What do you think about? Uh, tonight's game, and uh, there's things that you're looking forward to. You're looking forward to seeing Primo get some action. You're looking forward to seeing uh, Devin, you know, supposedly take this next step in his offensive development. We want to hear from you. And by the way, before I give the mic to James, thanks again for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about what happened tonight, Spurs Jazz. And now for your second listen uh, today, I recommend you go to Locked On Celtics with my good friend, John Corrales. He's been doing amazing work covering the Boston Celtics. Go check it out and make sure to subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. James, tell us what's going on at San Antonio Sports Star. Oh, man, we get you started early in the morning. R&R in the morning, Rudy J., Rob Thompson, Carl Schoening from 7 to 10. Then we've got your middays covered for your lunch break. As Carl Schoening, Rob Thompson, and myself get you going. And then, of course, the Blitz from 4 to 7 on weekdays with me and Jason Minix. And then on the weekends, we've also got you covered. Myself and Jack Thompson with the Saturday morning hangover. Myself and Jack Thompson with the post up where we hit all things hoops. And then on Sundays, it starts with laying down the law from 9 to 11. Rolls right into the fantasy gods as they get you set for your fantasy football weekend who you need to be adding, who you need to be starting, they'll get you taken care of. That's all on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. I recommend their YouTube option to watch all these shows, YouTube especially with James. as well. Right, right. But I like it because you can see James and the many outfits he wears throughout the week. <laughs> you go from just out of the gym look to you're going to walk the the runway at New York Fashion Week, <laughs> and then you go, and then you go looking like a, a UT coach. I saw that the other day. I was like, he, he, yeah. is he? Oh, and by the way, you get the occasional cosplay. That was fun. Yeah. You get you you did uh, you, you did Star Lord. Yeah, that was a good one. And, I, and by the way, nice jacket. I saw that. That was yeah, a Star Lord jacket. Was that jacket? Was that a legit Star Lord one? Wow, That's that, a Ravagers jacket. It's awesome. Nice. <laughs> And look, it look, it look, it looked like it was like fit, like real good, real fitting on you. It looked real nice, yeah. Oh, see? it was fantastic. <laughs> go, see, James even cosplays for you if you go watch him on Facebook. And on Saturdays, the gun show comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the gun show does come out, man. It really does, and you know, I have to like set my settings on my computer screen to zoom out because they just cover the entire camera. I'm like, Jesus, zoom out here. <laughs> yeah, they're so big. But anyway. For James the Ravager, 
Uh, pleasure. I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.